Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love, and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I am so glad you are here. If you are a new listener, a special welcome. I hope you like what you hear. And if you do, please subscribe so that you can get each episode downloaded directly to your device for free each and every Wednesday and sometimes some bonus ones on the side. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about criticism and how that can lead to self-doubt and insecurity when we internalize it. I can readily admit that this is something I struggle with. I can get so many positive feedback from people that I am uh, online friends with on Instagram. I can get real life feedback on podcast episodes that really help people. I can get written feedback on like the workshop I just did this past week. But just one hint of criticism can send me tumbling into self-doubt. And that I think that has a lot to do with, I already struggle with that in general. I don't know if that will surprise you to hear that, but I absolutely have to battle self-doubt every single day. Well, Kylie Chen is on the show today. She is the founder of a huge company called Akanella Expeditions. And she started this at 20 years old and dealt with a lot of criticism from people who some were well-meaning and others were not. And she continues to deal with criticism as her business grows, which is to be expected. So Kylie is here to talk about how to deal with it how to deal with the criticism that might come in and how to not internalize it and let it reflect on your own self-worth and your estimation of who you are and what you're doing. She has had a lot of practice in this regard and she has some incredible advice to you. And this applies to anyone, whether or not you have a business. We all deal with criticism in some form or another and we all deal with self-doubt. So I know that you will enjoy listening to Kylie and what she has to teach us today. I'm here with Kylie Chen. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Monica. How are you doing? I'm <laughs> Thanks doing for having great. me today. Welcome to the podcast. How about we start with you introducing yourself to my listeners? Perfect. Um, yeah, so I'm Kylie. Um, I am the founder, CEO of a company called Canela Expeditions. I um, founded about four years ago, and it's a company that essentially puts together um, unique trips, um, expeditions all around the world. We're in about 80 countries, and I get to spend a lot of my time on the road traveling and um, it's, it's, it's quite fun. So, um, I live in Lehigh, Utah at the moment, but I'm frequently on the road. So it's hard to say kind of where I'm at at any given time. <laughs> yes. Um, you're yeah. everywhere. And now where were you just recently? We were supposed to chat earlier and we realized you wouldn't have internet connection where you were. So yeah, I apologize for that. Um, oh, I was no, actually I in Eastern Europe. Um, so Slovenia, Austria, Czech Republic, wow kind of bouncing around. Yeah, it was fun. It's one of my favorite parts of, of Europe. Yeah. 
Well, the the beginning of this company is such an incredible story in and of itself. And we're going to be talking a lot about just your own emotions as you launched this company and you've worked through yeah. it for, for these years. And, and I want to get more into that. But first, how about you give us a background into creating this business and at such a young age? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, still kind of astounds me at how I struggled through that. But um, I, I founded this company when I was um, 20, I think almost 21 years old. I was still a student um, in university. I, I studied at um, Brigham Young University. And I um, actually went to school to play basketball, well, to study, but I played basketball while I was there for two years and realized very quickly that I, I really wanted the opportunity to go abroad. I never really had that opportunity when I was young. I grew up in a small town in northern Idaho pretty much all my life. So when I came to BYU, I felt like really that the world was open. And then as I studied and realized that there were opportunities to go abroad, I felt like wow, my world could be opened even more. So I um, took the opportunity to to study abroad um, during my last two years. And um, my first experience was in, in Europe, actually. And I, I went initially to study at a uh, university in England, Cambridge, and decided, hey, why not go early and travel a bit and um, really get my feet wet. So while I was there, I ended up staying for about nine months and traveled to over 28 countries. And the whole time that I was there, yeah, and I was um, not quite 20 at this time, the whole time that I was there, I didn't realize that really what I was doing was building relationships with with people, meeting people and really finding interest in their lives and how they lived and what they ate. And I just found it so fascinating how people around the world are so different, yet we are you know, so similar and can be such good friends. So um, I was doing this with other friends. So it wasn't just myself, um, obviously, at such a young age. But um, that was really kind of what got me interested in not only the travel experience, but in what you could learn hmm. from from that. And when I came back, still a student, when I came back to BYU, um, to Utah, and just kind of connected with my family and friends, a lot of people started asking me, um, if they could have the same experience and if I could help them do it, do it. And that's when I real started to realize that um, I could, I could, I could help them have that experience and that, you know, it was, it was an opportunity for me to do that. Um, but I was young and there, you know, was a lot of criticism as well. And it was really hard and still is hard to this day, um, you know, to, to continue to, to, to move forward in what's, you know, a lot of people think a crazy idea, <laughs> mm-hmm. a, cra- a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, let's, let's definitely talk about that, but tell us where your company is now. So the people know yeah. what's on the other side of criticism and self-doubt. And then let's, let's dig into that a little more. Yeah, definitely. So, um, we've been going for about four years now and, um, the, the, the company has essentially grown from, from me and, and, you know, building our, our first trips for our, you know, um, first groups that went out to, um, you know, a, a, a team worldwide. We have, you know, probably over 80 people on our team worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we have tr- over 40 trips in, you know, 80 plus countries. I have a team. Um, in the United States that, you know, works directly with me um, on more kind of marketing and more, you could say, corporate functions. Um, and we send, you know, upwards of a thousand travelers out each year um, now. So we've grown really, really crazy, really crazy over the past four years, um, both in, you know, building an incredible team, which 
really is where a lot of a lot of the talent lies and how we're able to be so successful as well as you know really be able to send people out to unique destinations that they've probably never dreamed of going and really give them an incredible experience. So yeah, we've, we're, we're growing every day a lot. <laughs> so incredible. So. I am, I mean, truly impressed. The bigger part to me though, is that you did start this at such a young age with a lot of obstacles in the way. Let's talk about some of the criticism that came up for you early on and how you handled that. Um, you know, as I, as I started my company, I was very young and, you know, I was, you know, a female in an industry that, um, you know, there were a lot of unknowns and honestly an industry that a lot of CEOs and founders um, are male. And so because of that, there was a lot of criticism from the beginning. You know, these were things like, oh, you know, that's that's a, a good idea, but, you know, that's, that would be really hard to do or oh, you're so young you know, how can you build trips to all these countries? You don't really know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so those were things that, you know, maybe it was my personality or I, I don't know, but I really internalized them and it was really hard. Um, you know, I would say, and it's still something that I struggle with to um, not in, not internalize or take those criticisms or those negative thoughts um, personally uh, and to continue to you know feel confident in the things that you know you've invested in time in and you know that you know are, are valuable to a lot of people um, not only in a business sense but you know in in a just a um, you know growth a growth aspect and you know staying confident and true to um, um, you know what you've built and when I really kind of dive down and think about that, um, you know, I am able to move forward even in spite of criticism. Because for every every positive comment that comes, and there's a lot of them, there will always be those negative things and you have to know how to move forward. And it's hard sometimes. Um, so what did it look like for you? I mean, when you were experiencing, yeah. when you were experiencing this uh, self-doubt and in, that internalized um, yeah. in your psyche, how did that, how did that actually look when you're, when you're trying to form this business and move forward with it? Yeah, I would say from the beginning, um, you know, while I was a student, it was just a lot of, a lot of people, um, or, you know, people just telling me that, oh, you know, that that's a great idea, but never really, never really investing time or really investing interest because I thought it would be something or saying, Oh, you know, that's, that's, that's a great trip that you put together. You know, I hope it goes well. So just little comments that, you know, really for some reason, just, just were hard for me to, to overcome because I wanted people to be on my side. I wanted people to, you know, believe in me. I wanted to have, you know, a partner. And I would say that's one thing as well. Starting a business on your own, you have to have a lot of, of grit and a lot of self-confidence because there will be a lot of lonely times Mm. and um that's kind of how it was for me I did start this this business on my own and so a lot of times in those you know lonely moments it was it took a lot of of uh, of grit because at a given time, I could have just sold in. You know, I, I'm, I haven't had years of experience with around the world. And, you know, I travel to all these countries and I've spent a lot of time, but I am only 20 and I am a girl. And so it's, it's really easy to give in to those things. And so, especially when you, you continue to feed yourself the negativity. 
Yeah. So did you believe it? I mean, did you, when you internalize it, I was curious about what your own thoughts were on it. If it became something that you, you heard within your own mind and what kind of, what kind of took you out of that? Yeah. And I will say this is, I've been on both sides and from the beginning, I would say sometimes I did internalize it and I definitely felt that. And it was when I chose to, you know, let those honestly small pieces of criticism encompass my thoughts that I started to doubt what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And if I would have, I think looking back on that now, if I would have continued in those moments and continued that thinking, I wouldn't be where I was today. Hmm. So it was a hard balance and I would say it still is to this day. But what I do is one, I think the best thing that you can do is surround yourself with people, whether that's, you know, pulling someone on your team or finding a mentor, or for me, my husband is a huge support and and continues to be in what I'm doing today. Find, you know, people around you who can in those moments where it's really hard for you yourself to pull yourself out, that they will be there to, you know, kind of be your hurrah. And, you know, for me, that's been really valuable. I do understand that, you know, that's not always available for everyone. Um, And when those, you know, people weren't available for me kind of in those moments, I really had to sit back and focus on the good things that I was doing and the positivity um, from what I was doing, you know, all the all the positive things that people were saying, all of the wonderful things that have had come from the travel experiences and the trips that I'd put together, you know, um, and when I was able to turn my shift from the few negative things, you know, that that were coming to the positive um, experiences that people were having because of of these trips and because of these places they were able to travel that I had assisted with, um, it really, really helped. And still to this day, you know, for we we take lots of people around the world. So, you know, we make a lot of people really happy and they have an incredible time, but there will always be the criticism. You can never escape it no matter. Mm -hmm. And as you get bigger, it only becomes more and more (laughs) is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you dig into. You dig into that support, as you said, with friends and family and coworkers as yeah. well as owning the positive that's actually happening. It's it's hard, though. I, I'm the same way. I, you know, I get lots of good feedback, but it's just the one email or message that someone um, doesn't like a, a question I asked or, you know, something like that. That's the one that sinks in, and it's hard to get over those, yeah. those, those moments. And I think it speaks to something deeper, though, and it's... yeah. And it's uh, how, how we are within ourselves and how confident we are and what our mission is and what we're doing. So what what do you think that has to play and how you're able to deal with it now? Like, like yeah. what what do you know about what you are doing and who you are that you are able to hold on, hold on to when that criticism comes? Yeah, and I will say this, I'm still learning this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's something that I think as, you know, as as women or even as founders or as, you know, individuals who are, you know, a part of something, for me, it's been really important to separate myself from the business or separate myself from a a situation that happened. And when I'm able to do that, I'm able to um, get past the criticism and the self-doubt and those things a lot, a lot better. Um, I have... um, 
uh, I guess one of my weaknesses is that I internalize everything because I really care about people and I really care about how people feel. But what I've learned is that when the negativity comes, most of the time it's not focused at me, but I still internalize it as, oh, you know, this maybe, um, you know, I didn't do this good enough because this person said that, you know, I failed in this area or this trip wasn't good enough or my idea wasn't good enough. But when I separate myself from from the business and from the fact that there that criticism, whether it's right or wrong, is not pointed at me, but at you know, this, this business or this idea that I've created, it's much easier to move past that. And that's something that I've really had to focus on um, move, moving forward is, you know, separating kind of myself from this, you know, awesome thing that I've created and not ever, you know, while they are intertwined, making sure in my mind, you know, that, that, that they're separate and I'm able to move beyond, you know, the criticism and the self-doubt um, because of that. Yeah. Well, I love that you're talking about detaching yourself, like detaching your worth from a product. Because yeah. even if you were attaching your worth and your self-confidence as foundation of who you are on your business being successful, yep. success doesn't always, I mean, success yep. doesn't keep going, 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 going. There are going to be roller coasters to that. And it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes by Winston Churchill. And I think I've said it a few times on the podcast over the last year and a half. So I don't think this will be too familiar to people, <laughs> but he says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. So even our yeah. success isn't final. Yeah. So we, we have to be grounded in something deeper and something more internal. So tell me something about you that you love that you have <laughs> hold on to, um, yeah. when it's successful and when, and when your business is not. Before we get to Kylie's answer, I wanted to take a little break here. As many of you know, last week was my first workshop on perfectionism. It was entitled Get Over Yourself, and it was all about how we can get over the stumbling blocks perfectionism puts in our place and better embrace who we are and what our gifts are and move towards real progress in our lives. I am a former teacher, so I don't stand there and just talk at people. I want them to leave with real takeaways about how they're going to change their lives and what they're going to work on. We dove deep, we shared, we connected, and it was a reciprocal thing there. And I am really excited to announce my next workshop. It will be in Walnut Creek, California. And I will have all the details of this workshop in my show notes for you, which you can find on my website aboutprogress.com. It will be similar in tone, but it will be longer. This needs to be four hours, not two. We learned that the hard way. And it will include dinner as well as snacks and the workbook that will be uh, even better than the first time. My first workshop sold out, and so I know this one will be sure to as well. I have a special deal for you as well that if you sign up with a friend, I will cut the cost for you. So look to my show notes to find more about that and to get your ticket before it sells out. I'm looking forward to meeting you in beautiful Northern California. Yeah, well, the first thing that comes to mind and you'll probably laugh at this, is I I love the sense of adventure that mm -hmm. I have and the sense of curiosity and love for learning. That's ultimately why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I love 
I love the adventure of learning so many new things when I'm around the world and with new people. And when I boil it down to the core, I mean, there, there's a lot of other things that keep me grounded as well. My family, um, my religion, you know, my, a lot of things. But when I, when I just look at those attributes that I have of, of love of adventure and love of learning, um, and that's why I'm doing this, you know, everything else is secondary and, you know, the, 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 the negativity can come, the positivity can come, you know, we can be successful, we can be going through a challenging time, um, you know, in the business. And at the end of the day, you know, those are all kind of business outcomes and they don't ever change that love of adventure and meeting people and travel that I have. And that's why I started this. So when I'm, you know, I, I love that about myself and I, I never want to lose that. <laughs> and that's something mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of through this business. A lot of people, you know, have a hobby and it turns into a business or they have something that they love and it turns into a business and you can easily lose that love. Yes. And so that's something that, you know, I try to um, hone in on and focus on all the time um, is is to just continue to nurture that love that I have for adventure and and learning mm. and meeting people. Yeah, and that's it's great. Yeah, it seems to be your why. You know the quote unquote why why you're doing this. And yeah, I mean I experience that with my podcast too, and with the people <laughs> that I help consult. I mean I usually hear from them within a month or two, and them saying what do I do? I'm already over this. I'm too stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. I don't like this anymore. I just say, that's normal. Welcome to the club. (laughs) And now you got to dig deep and decide why you're really doing this. And it helps to know that going into it, but it helps as you continue. Now, a lot of people listening to this podcast are people who are interested in creating a business for themselves. But I think most are just trying to work on themselves in ways that yep. they've been afraid of. And they're experiencing a lot of self-doubt in in many ways in their lives. But perhaps they're not trying to create a big business, or perhaps they are. But why should they try anyway? Why should they try to push past the self-doubt? And meaning, what have you learned in, in doing that? Yeah, I mean, self-doubt is definitely something that comes at a personal level. So, you know, whether you have a business or not, self-doubt is, doesn't necessarily attack a business, attacks a person. And I mean, it's, it's, it's something I think that everybody struggles with. And, you know, I, the reason why I'm, you know, talking about this on the podcast is something that I have struggled with and continue to struggle with. And it's so important to, you know, find, your inner worth or find what makes you wake up every day, find what you're passionate about and really hold on to that and let that kind of carry you through those moments of self-doubt because they will come. Mm. And when they come, they usually, you know, rain and pour and it's just, it's hard to move past. I find that usually when, when, when one thing happens that makes me feel less confident or doubt something, it's followed by another and another and another. And you really have to stay, stay true to, you know, that, that joy that, that you know is inside of you, you know, when those, um, when you're doing those things that you love to carry you through that. And so, I mean, on a personal level, for me, that's that's really, um, you know, coming coming to one with who I am and what makes me happy, and not focusing on external factors to play a role in that. And that's hard. Hmm. That's hard. 
<laughs> I yes. still struggle with it. Mm-hmm. But so. the struggle is worth it. And, yeah, you know, if I were listening to this even two and a half years ago, I would have heard you say, you know, you got to find what you love. You got to find what you're, what you're passionate about. And, you know, I know I just probably botched the wording of how you so eloquently no. put it, but I, I think even in my most recent years, I would have struggled even knowing where to start. Like even yeah. the idea of finding or seeking what brings me joy would have filled me with self-doubt because I was so unpracticed in pushing yeah. myself towards that. So for someone like like me in recent years, I mean, I didn't struggle with that when I was younger, oddly, but I have as I've gotten older. Yeah. What is it about trying anyway that propels you through that muck of not knowing and maybe not even believing that there's something you're good at on the other side of this. Yeah, that that's, that's really hard. Um, and I've totally been there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, trying is, you know, the most, the most beautiful thing that we can do because, you know, without, without challenge or without self-doubt, without any of these things, we wouldn't be able to feel the happy or the joyful or, you know, the positive things. So whenever, you know, I'm in a moment of, of self-doubt, I always think, you know, there's a reason why I'm in this moment. It's so that I can experience the happiness and the joy. Mm. And that's a way that can, you can really carry yourself through those really challenging moments that a lot of times nobody around you understands. And that's the hard part about it. You feel alone is, you know, by realizing that you're going through that to be able to experience something greater and more happy and more joyful in the future. And that having that perspective has really helped me, Hmm. you know, endure, if you want to use that as the word, um, those really trying moments, because in the moment, they're really hard to get out of. But if you realize that it will get better, then, you know, and just have that faith, it's, it's really powerful and moving. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really helped me. That's so great, Kylie. And I think you and I, can be the touchstone for people. We can, we can just say, if you don't believe that there's something you're good at out there or that you have a love for, and and we're not talking about even creating a business, but something yeah. that you can hold on to, um, through the ebbs and flows of life, count on me and count on Kylie. And we're telling you there is something, there yeah. is something there for you. And it might be big, it might be small, but there is something there for you that will fill your life up in ways that y- you just can't expect how much it will, will change you. So tell me how you have changed as you've held, learned to hold on to this side of yourself. What about you has changed? Yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest thing is I just, I, I feel more happy mm-hmm. um, and I feel happy with you know, who I am and where I'm at outside of external success with, you know, my business or even my family or my friends. I just feel happy and whole with, with who I am and where I'm at. Um, and it's also helped me, um, not compare myself as much to others. That's something that's always, always been very difficult for me. And I think Mm -hmm. ties in probably with everybody that's listening to this is with social media, with, you know, all of these things, it's so easy to 
open your phone and say, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not this person. I, I don't do my business isn't this big or I don't look like this or I don't run as fast as this person or, you know, I don't clean my house like this person. It's it's so easy. And um, I think, you know, when you're really able to be grounded and and move past those those moments of self-doubt, you you don't look for external things to make you happy and you're just, you know, happy with who you are and you're happy with you know, the effort that you can put forth and try and you know that that's, you know, that's, that's what you can do. And that's good. And that's, that's how great things come to be (laughs) is through, you know, people, people trying and and making mistakes and, you know, Mm -hmm. having those moments. So, yeah, um, I think really, really feeling grounded and not looking for external, external sources to, to compare myself to is, is, has been really positive thing in my life. Oh, wow. You know, you are absolutely an exceptional woman. So, so impressed by your words and what you've learned and how willing you are to share. Before I ask you our final question, I'm sure that many people will want to know where to find you. So where can we send them? Yeah. yeah so um, you can visit um, our website. It's www.acanela.com. There you'll be able to find all the numbers and emails that you need to to reach myself or my team, as well as get a glimpse into the travel experiences that I'm often on. So we'd love to have you. <laughs> Great. Okay, Kylie. So I asked this to each guest, and it's it's so fun to see how different each answer is. But what have you learned about yourself really recently that you can share with us? Oh, so many lessons I've learned. Um. But I think the one that I would share today would be I've learned to just be okay with who I am in the moment and to um, cherish, um, you know, each milestone and not necessarily look for something bigger and better all the time. And by doing that, by really being present and cherishing, you know, the moment as it is and being okay with who I am, I've been able to you know, feel happier and, and feel more joy and peace in my life and not experience as much self-doubt or, you know, find myself internalizing kind of everything that's happening around me, both negative and positive. So um, my, you know, my one piece of advice to anyone listening to this would be just to be, be okay with who you are and where you're at and, you know, accept that, you know, every, every, you know, beautiful thing and, and flaw about you makes you you. And that's really the unique thing that you have to offer. And, you know, we should all, we should all um, accept ourselves for that. Kylie, you are really, really amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing this incredible advice that I needed. And I know that my listeners will as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for having me. It's, it's, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) I am so grateful that Kylie took a jump to be on my show. I learned so much from her. It's really inspiring to see just how much we can learn from each other. I mean, Kylie is was so young when she started her company. She is still young. I think we do ourselves a disservice to not be welcome and open to what people have to teach us regardless of their age, whether they're young or old. I'm sure many people are laughing listening to this because they see me as very young too, but I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the all of you for coming to this podcast every Wednesday and being willing to learn from me and with me and together with each other. 
I have so many ideas. I have so many things that are in the works, friends. Some really exciting events that are coming that I mentioned, but even more than that, just workshop, we're having much more come, as well as products that are coming your way, as well as courses and eBooks. Man, I am really pumped for what is ahead for us. Thank you for being a part of it all. If you love this episode, make sure that you share it out. Take a screenshot, text it to a friend, email it to a loved one, share it on social media. And if you do that, make sure you tag me at About Progress. If you're private, send me a direct message so I can see it. I love to connect with you and I want to do that. So please make sure you tag me. I loved my last week's two-part episodes with Brooke White. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, I would highly recommend it. My goodness, has that one been shared a lot, and I'm glad that you are sharing it. Next week, I'll have another great interview for you, so tune back in next Wednesday for that, and until then, take care of yourself.